All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Turning Left. I'm Jason Elm. With me, as always, Sir Richard. Hey, I'm here. You're there. Yes, we're here, and we're there, and we're, we're everywhere. everywhere right now. Yes, your progressive escape. This is your like your sane progressive Shangri-La. You can like uh, take your. Well, I don't have to worry about putting my hair down, but home away from down. home. Right. You know, you can listen to all that uh, right right wing crap on the radio or on TV, or you can uh, you can listen to us, preferably Sir Richard. And we're calm and collected. No screaming, no pounding of shoes on table, no taking well, off shirts. Speak for yourself, man. <laughs> oh, what a busy week! So, so we had a our show last week was on special Monday because. Doc was on special assignment. He was, uh, it turns out he was the fourth uh, roadie for Foghat. And uh, he, I asked him how, uh, <laughs> how it was, and all he would say is it was a slow ride. Oh, and you I know. thought he was going to say it was foggy. Right. <laughs> He's foggy. You know, he brought his hat, Foghat. You know, like, just slow ride, take it easy. You yeah. Know? yeah. Yeah. All right, folks. Busy week. First, we had the Comey testifying. Uh, we'll get to that in a moment because fresh meat right off the bat is your Attorney General Jeff Sessions uh, went in front of uh, Congress yesterday, and uh, he was a little combative, Richard. Well, he was in open session, so he had to, uh, you know, play walk the walk like, I'm a tough guy. Right. I'm from Alabama, and we just don't cotton to any northern stuff. Right. Hey, uh, Doc, do you have the... Uh the little uh, JPEG thing for uh, session, one of the things I sent to you. <clears throat> trying to get, I'm, I was trying to get fancy, right? We're gonna those things. Uh, they wait until we do the putts of the week. Hey, oh, it's, it's, I'm, I'm gonna have to wait. Oh, it's great. It's great. I think I, I did myself. <laughs> I, I was, it was late at night. I had very little sleep. You know, that, oh, one the, of those. The yes, combination of that. You know, things are gonna be popping after this one. Boop. It's like, wow, you must have been on acid. No. No, um, he was just on uh, right-wing blab. <laughs> right, yeah. Oh, my god. The gosh. new drug in town, right-wing blab. So Jeff Sessions. Oh, boy. He, okay, first he gets up there, and when he's not outwardly denying everything, because right, that seems to be the uh, Trump uh, motif, right? Well, he's close to Stonewall Jackson. What can I say? That's right. Of course, if you look up right now on the screen, it says... Jefferson, Beauregard, or Stonewall? Question mark. Yeah, because, I mean, he, first he gets up, and he denies literally everything, and then he trips over himself saying, well, you know, there was there was no third meeting at the, at the you know, the Mayflower. None at all. Except there's a picture of him. Right, going out the door. <laughs> but if, then he goes, but, you know, if there was, I just don't remember. You know, I can't recall. Right. Oh, even God. even though even though he lied on his uh, Senate yes. Senate, uh, uh, but but he had, he had to fill out the form that says yes, I want to be the Attorney General, and these are the things I have done. These are the yeah. things I haven't done, and it was the lie of omission, which doesn't matter. Lie is lie right. is liar. Right. And, 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 I you know I'm sure when they sat around he probably sat around with his lawyer or Trump's people and they're you know what's going to be our angle when we go in front of Congress right uh, I've noticed this this is a new pattern these guys are just getting 
combative and aggressive, right? Like, it's my word versus their word, you know, and uh, I can say, I, I, thank God I was not on the Senate committee because if I was up there, I probably would have lost it, you know. I mean, right, why, Ron Wyden got a little, you know, he got a little chippy at times. And I know Ron personally, and chippy is not his style. No, yeah, he's usually Mr. Laidback and Calm, sort of. yes. Uh, but the sort of deflection, denial, and uh, just outright, I mean, you can just, it's cool. It's cool now. Just outright lie. Right? Well, basically, you know that was fine because that was he was playing to his his audience. Yeah. But wait till they get him in a closed session meeting. Yeah. Ooh. I I I, I would hope that uh, people like Kamala uh, Harris, right. uh, Ron Wyden, and some of the uh, more rock ribbed uh, Democrat, you know, deep foundational Democrats would give sessions the business under closed doors. Uh, but what I'm afraid of is under closed doors, I'm, I'm worried that the Republicans are going to go back into the good old boy network, right? Cameras right. aren't on me. You know, we can chum around with Jeff Sessions, and we're not going to take this seriously. Meanwhile, the American people are just getting left hung out to dry on what exactly this whole investigation is and what it's supposed to be, right? Right. Well, it, you know, it's follow roughly following the same pattern that Nixon pulled. Yeah. Right. Yeah, because he... Uh, he stonewalled for a long time. And then he uh, fired the special prosecutor. Right. And you're right. This seems to be going right out of the uh, Watergate uh, playbook. Like he thinks he's going to you know, reverse history by doing the same thing and getting away with it this time. Yeah. <clears throat> Ain't going to happen. Right. I, I, I just, uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm glad that the people in the White House, uh, his staff and himself, I, I'm, I'm glad they're morons. Oh right. hey, I was waiting for the question of uh, from from some Democrat there. Yeah. Have you ever been a member of the Ku Klux Klan <laughs> and watched him lie his way out of that one? Right. Yeah. Um, Jefferson Beauregard Sessions. Um, I'm getting kind of a uh, a Dixie sort of feeling here. Yeah, um, and it's not. It's whistling through his shorts, actually. Yeah. Well, it's just, at least it proves he has some talent, right? Whistling well, through yeah, hey, as long as he can e- hit E-flat. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's what the show runs on perpetually, E-flat. Well, what I would love to see yeah. is I would like to see good old Mrs. Sessions uh, hooked up with his own lie detector while he testifies... That's what they should. That's what Congress Jeez. people should do. They should have a guy with a polygraph thing sitting right there, going, uh, "Mr. Whoever the yeah. senator is, Senator whatever you are, right. uh, that he just the answer he just gave was a falsehood. It was a lie. The machine yeah. took it down. That's that's beautiful. Because can you imagine if they actually hooked these people up to polygraph tests? The the needle would be shooting up and down like like it's an earthquake, right? Like right. A seven point whatever magnitude earthquake. That, not just Jeff Sessions. And, yeah, and and unfortunately, well, you know, uh, polygraph is not admissible in court, but this is Congress. This isn't court. Yeah. And so the visual f- that would flash across the screen would be extremely powerful. Yeah. It would keep those guys from lying because supposedly they are under oath but i don't think those words mean anything anymore you see that's my problem right is 
why aren't they, when it's clear that, like, in Jeff Sessions' case, it's clear that he lied multiple times and omitting on forms and stuff, which, according to laws, a felony, right? Can't it, is, lie to the, it is a felony, yes. Then I, I don't understand why he's not being called on that or being outright charged on it. I mean, it, to, is, it, is, is this a thing where it's going to set a precedent that you no longer have to tell the truth to any governing body because they're just not going to go out after you, at least if you're a Republican, right? Uh, unless it's the IRS. Yeah, that's true. Money, money trumps everything. Money trumps Trump. <laughs> uh, 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 peel that onion, right? So we had Jeff Sessions uh, in front of Congress. Uh, he denied everything, refuted everything. It is a detestable lie, right? Right. Uh, and so I want to go back in time with last week because our, our show was on Monday and stuff. Uh, Comey's test because this was basically a rebuttal of Comey's. Right. Although he did, um, he did uh, actually kind of uh corroborated a couple a uh, couple instances of it and i right. think he did it kind of unknowingly just right. in the in the st- stream of consciousness yes because i right? looked on slate today and they said uh, uh sessions slipped up big time twice right right i was getting ready i did did you watch the uh, comey testimony live just a little bit of it oh i did i was a junkie i got up it's like you know 655 the guy's a boy scout i mean he you know he he, he yeah. you know the three finger thing and right you know i pledged to tell the truth nothing but the truth that's what he basically did that's what he does he, he, yeah because he, he's you know he has 27 years or more in yeah. the FBI, and their whole thing was uh, shoot straight, tell the truth. Mm-hmm. And uh, let's throw, let's throw that uh, uh, little promo up there, the uh, testify, because that's what it was. I mean, it was, I, I was testify, you know, almost like a, a good old-fashioned uh, uh, gospel tent, meeting. Tent revival, right? Right. And, uh, of course, uh, Comey gets up there. And uh, all six foot eight of them, and uh, I thought he did a. Uh, I thought he did a great job. I, I, if anything, was, I thought he took it easy on. You he know. he was believable. Yeah, I mean it's not like they have you know uh, years of him lying about stuff. Unlike Don the Con, who yeah. you know lies out of habit every day because. Uh, he must get the toothbrush stuck in his, the, the splits between his teeth. There's so many lies. They've been worn away with lying. Right. Um, yeah, I thought he came across, in a court of law, he would have been an expert witness. Oh, easily, because he, I mean, he, with his testimony, I mean. He had all those you notes. Could see, you could see all the building blocks, right? Right. Especially when he's building up the uh, case for uh, obstruction of justice. Right. He lays it all, I mean, like a great attorney, he's laying down the foundation. Right. And he's walking you right to it. The only person, uh, I mean, he handled the Republicans and the Democrats, I mean, fluidly. I mean, the guy's a pro. Oh, absolutely. Constantly. The only one that I, it left me kind of like, huh? Is uh, uh, John McCain? Uh, <laughs> I I don't know what happened to it, but I I'm told, and I, you know, I got to confer with Doc on this. But somebody, and I'm not sure who it is, some somebody sent us the raw live audio footage and some of the stuff that you did not hear on on the network news. They right. kind of uh, you know 
Uh, they they cut it down. Glossed over it. And, uh, Doc, if, if you could play that real quick, that would be awesome. This is the live raw feed. Senator McCain. <coughs> you and I do have an indirectly relationship. <laughs> you see, I'm fooling around with your wife. So, you see, we, we do have something in common. What your wife and I love to do most? <laughs> Watching you while you're on t t while you're on t TV. I'm, not, I'm a little confused, Senator. With Inspector Secretary Clinton, yeah. we investigated criminal investigation in connection with her use of a personal email server. I, I happen to be one of the senator's <laughs> closest friends. My friends, I taught I taught him. Everything he knows about politics. <laughs> Before I got a hold of him, he thought Henry Cabot Lodge was a motel. <laughs> and Barry Goldwater was a urologist. No, I'm sorry. We're not, at least when I left, when I was fired on May the 9th, there was still an open, active investigation to understand the Russian efforts and whether any Americans work with them. I still can't figure out how... I can't figure out how, how the heck we lost. The only way I can figure it out, it must have been simply bad timing. Even as it was, it came pre pretty close. If, if, if one half, half of a person out of every hundred people had, had voted for him... <laughs> Um, for the senator, we would have won. That's all. Just with us, one half, one half a person. <laughs> That's beautiful. I, I want to thank Deep Throat for sending that to us in the middle of the night. Uh, the raw feed. I mean, I didn't hear that at the. Uh, I, you know, all I heard was McCain talking about nothing. That made right. no sense, and uh, right, and I maybe it's just me, uh, Sir Richard, but the older McCain gets, the more he sounds like Foster Brooks. Uh, yeah, they're actually, I have yeah. to agree. Yeah, he, he, very Brookish. Yeah, know. I think he had his bunny wires crossed or something. I think so. It, it, one thing that just cracked me up during the whole McCain thing. I I, I know it's that kind of sad to say it, but. Uh, he was like talking nonsensical. Then he would look around to his colleagues, and he's like, "Like you know, hey, I'm, you know, I, I got uh, it." On. And they're yeah. sitting there going, uh, uh, "Right." Uh, uh. He gets a little nod, like, "Yeah, see, I asked that. Well, this is a great question. Yeah, it has nothing to do with what's actually going no, on." No, no, he was just trying to connect Hillary somehow, anyhow, just to make it sound better than it or worse than it was. Uh, you know, he was probably half asleep. It's uh, distinctly possible. <laughs> Which would probably would have been more um, relevant. Well, he wasn't the John McCain that uh, I have seen before. You know, kind yeah. of, uh, kind of a maverick. He, I'm going to be out there, and I'm not going to take any crap. Right. Type guy. Uh, this was kind of like uh, somebody stuffed cotton in his brain. Right. And, and then, of course, after he gets done with the uh, uh, hearing, uh, 
I mean, of course, the Republicans and the whole right-wing media, their their media, you know, bright apologizing bright for him. Yeah, but no, they. I mean, they're trashing Comey wholesale, right? Right. Uh, they're just saying I'm like they watch two different, completely different things because uh, once again, they're off in Trump land in their own little magical wonderland. Right. And uh, I found a kind of a pattern to it that I had a kind of a question. Uh, the two narratives that they were spinning was either one. James Comey lied, okay? Right. Or number two, he leaked information. He was a leaker. He leaked information. And so that that, that begs the question, and uh, I want to put up the little uh, JPEG of it real quick. Uh, let's play a game, Sir Richard. Sure. Let's play a game. It's called Liar or Leaker. Liar or Leaker. Liar oh, it or sounds leaker. like my car. Hey, there you go. It has multiple uses. I mean, you can Obviously. use it for anything. You, you know, politicians, cars, it, you know, uh, uh, bladder control problems. Hey, you know, uh, incontinence is a <laughs> congressional uh, disease. Right. Liar or leaker. Because you can't, to me, you can't have it both ways. Okay? Uh, if you are lying, you're, so, you're basically impugning the guy's uh, integrity and everything else. But if you're calling him a leaker, then let me ask you this question, Sir Richard. Isn't that by proxy that he's telling the truth then? Because if you if you're not lying, how can you if you're lying, how can you leak anything? Well, he was leaking his notes, and everybody jumped on and said, "Oh, hey, that's a felony. You can't leak uh, classified information." Unfortunately, for the people who'd never read the Constitution, yeah. which ends up being a lot of GOP congressmen, uh, his notes were not classified. Nope. They were personal notes. Uh, the government, they didn't have any right to them. He had sole right to them. Therefore, he could do whatever he wanted with them. Mm -hmm. And he did. But it begs the question, okay? Uh, this is the narrative that the, the, the right and uh, even people on social media, he's either a liar or he's a leaker. And to me, you, you can't have it both ways, folks. Dear right-wing friends, let's talk to you and I for a moment, okay? Eye to eye. <laughs> and that is, if he's a liar, which as opposed to what? Trump, who lies literally almost 80% of the time? Is is that how you're going to spend it? My guy. 80? Is, yeah. You know, he, well, okay. 80. 90. Okay, 90. I, I, was being, I was being generous. Yes, I wouldn't have been so generous. But, so then you, then you. Throw the Boy Scout totally under the bus. The guy that you know is telling the truth, right? Or and there, or you go to the narrative where he's a leaker. He's not supposed to leak it. So, right wing friends, if you're leaking, then obviously what you're leaking has to be the truth, right? So how do you reconcile uh, the leaks with being a liar? But these, especially on social media, I see it and it bugs me because well, I'm kind of anal retentive that way. <laughs> uh, I, I see it and it's like. How do you you can't reconcile? How do you reconcile either lying or leaking? To me, it's totally you can't. But you know, you know when you have a limited mental capacity, of course, it makes sense. In, intelligence uh, challenge? Uh, yes, that uh, prefrontal cortex is missing in action. Right, MIA. But I just that has just bugged me through the whole thing, and well, it, and he, even guys up to Limbaugh's level and well, Kennedy, uh, you know, they're spinning that. You know, he's a leaker. You know, but he's lying. And but here's the people who aren't going to be spinning it. Yeah, the senators who are on that committee and the other senators who have a personal 
relationship with Comey, yeah. of which there are many, because he used to go and he knew how to play the po- politics game. Yeah. Know him for a Boy Scout, a straight shooter, an honest guy. And so their problem is going to be, how do I get reelected by calling this guy a liar when I know, yeah. I personally know he was telling the truth. Yeah. And the Senate hangs in the balance of three seats. Exactly. Right. I mean, because the only thing you can count on the universal rule of politicians, and not all of them, of course, but uh, it's like a universal rule. The only thing you can depend on them to do is to watch out for their own self-interest. Absolutely. And at some point, and it's, it's a fun game to play, too. Another game we can play is how far down the rabbit hole will the GOP go before they finally acknowledge that uh, that dog just won't hunt anymore, it's time to get off the old Trump train because it's, oh, it's headed over a cliff. They're right? not going to because they they look at him. Yeah, I think the Congress people, yeah. uh, senators, look at him as the world's greatest diversion. And so they can slip through all the other stuff because yeah. people are all kofeffing up, which is like... <laughs> How did that even bother to make 50 yeah. seconds worth of airtime? And people shouldn't have been making jokes about it. They should say, yeah, the guy's an idiot. He just yeah. misspelled something. Who cares? And, and Right. But the, the cool and funny thing to, to tap in what you're talking about is, is uh, we know that Trump is a guy for – he's a huge thing for misdirection, right? Uh, something's going on that he doesn't like. He throws out something else for the dog and pony show to right. say, look over here, folks, nothing to see you know, over there. Oh, Nixon did the same thing. And I, I said that. I said, I said, Sessions is going to be going on in front of the Senate. You watch. There's going to be something uh, either the day before or the day of that's going to try to kind of uh, overshadow a little bit the importance. Uh, and you of know what that will be is that, because Trump knows that Sessions lied, he's going to have to fire Sessions. Right. And so just before he goes into closed-door Sessions, yeah. he'll fire him, which in one sense will piss off Sessions, no right. end. And so then he may just decide to spill the beans as if the, he's given immunity. And I tend to think that his Senate brethren will give him immunity sure if he will. tells the truth. And decides that he doesn't want to get thrown under the bus also. Right, because just like presidents, uh, when you get up to a certain level in Congress or Senate or something, you always think about also legacy. Right. Oh, sure. And no one, Sessions, I guarantee you, does not want to be remembered as, as, as the Southern, you know, racist dude who followed Trump over the hill like Thelma and Louise, right, over the cliff. Exactly. Uh, but the, the uh, giant smokescreen he did was, uh, Trump did, is we, he had Christopher Ruddy, who's a uh, kind of a right-wing, uh, he runs Newsmax, he's kind of a right-wing blogger, journalist dude, and uh, he throws up there, well, you know, he, Trump is thinking, really thinking about firing Mueller. Because he doesn't, he doesn't see the need for any sort of special prosecution. Oh, I think Nixon counsel. did the same thing. Yeah. But it's like, as I when I heard that, I'm like, that's what he's doing right before Sessions gets on, just to try to, you know. Deflate the, what's going to go on. But, yeah. again, just like you said, Sessions was in the Senate for a very long time. Right. He has a legacy that he wants to go into the history books a certain way, and I'm certain 
because Trump doesn't care about legacy. Right. He doesn't want uh, Sessions doesn't want it to all look really bad. He doesn't want it to come out to say, well, you know, the, the Alabama's elected a Ku Klux Klan member, and all of a sudden it goes south from there rather mm-hmm. than the some of the good stuff, well, at least he thinks it was good stuff, that he was able to accomplish in his long career in the Senate. Right. So, uh, you know, senators like reasonable uh, people in, in the upper levels of uh, the government who are going to go down in history, they want to make sure they go down with a positive spin on it because historians are brutally honest. Right. They don't spin anything unless they're getting paid to by Putin. Right. His, history is a... Uh History is a uh, very shrewd lady. And, oh, uh, yes, and very uh, it carries a very sharp blade. Right, yeah. It, and that whole, I guess, I, maybe it's just Trump's uh, personality, right? I mean, he's in the moment. To him, he's moment to moment to moment. There's not much forethought in there. I mean, he'll just come out with any old thing out of his pie hole for that moment. Right. Right, and one lie for one moment is could be a contradiction of the lie of the next moment, or whatever. Oh, he's done that many times within the same sentence. <laughs> he's right. refuted himself, lied again, refuted himself, and lied again. Right. Uh, let me ask you this question: You think you think there are tapes out there? You think you think they made any tapes? I, I think so because yeah? I think all presidents um, keep kept tapes, mostly because. Uh, up to Trumpoid, um, they wanted their library built in their name to contain historical documents, and the tapes become historical documents. The tapes, however, are the property of the American people, and there is no executive privilege that really blocks them because it didn't work for Nixon when he tried it, so he had them cut 18 minutes out to look like, oops, Right. The secretary goofed, cut out 18 minutes. Well, it didn't work. Right. And so you can go into the Nixon library and listen to that 18-minute dead silence. Right. So let me ask you this question then, okay? If there are tapes, let's 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 uh, suppose that there are uh, tapes. I'll, I'll, I'll go with that, you know, idea. How come it's taken them so long to admit there even are tapes? I mean, why isn't any, and I guess this is what's just as an average Joe dude, it would, it's so frustrating. I mean, you'd think that the Senate or the Congress would be all over that. Subpoena, subpoena, subpoena. We want them now, right? Because as soon as, because when John Dean admitted that there was tapes going <laughs> yes. on, I mean, literally by the next day, I mean, there was a whole. That was a Democratic Congress. Yeah, you're right. I guess maybe, uh, Wishful thinking on my part. Yeah, you know the the Republicans yeah. are going to try to keep all of the dirt under the table. They don't want anything that could even begin to substantiate yeah. all of the claims that are going on out there. Yeah, because if the tapes were to come out, and the tapes basically you heard. Co- Comey's yeah. testimony was spot on. That's exactly what Don LeCon said. Yeah. There you go. Right. And, and I love it's his... It's the uh, smoking gun. I love his response. Oh, Lordy, I hope there are tapes. Well, you know? of course, because that would, for his, from his point of view, 
Yeah. That's going to be the deciding factor on whether people believe me or not, because here it is on tape, folks. And it's not YouTube. It's <laughs> Trump on YouTube. Oh, my gosh. You know you know the democracy has fallen to sad straits when his, his uh, 18, you know, the missing 18 minutes are YouTube. Right. Yeah. Okay, moving on, number three. Uh, there's another lawsuit. Holy yes. cow, holy cow, another one. And uh, so this segment I'd like to call, It's the Emoluments, stupid. <laughs> and that's not something you put in your coffee. No, no. That's not, yeah, it sounds like something, yeah, yeah like a, uh, like. Can I get a shot for that? I know I've got emoluments back he- over here. Yeah, Doc, I, it's, my, it's my lumbago <laughs> and it's, it's, it's my emoluments. Exactly. So, folks, if you're out there right now and you're saying, geez, Jason, geez, Sir Richard, gee, Doc, what are emoluments? I've never, that's a, that's a kind of a funky word. Yeah, it's a cool word, and you find it, in, amazingly, in the Constitution. Really? I think I may have heard about something like that. It is, right. Uh, emoluments, folks, is you're not allowed, as president or any official, to take any cash, any sort of, uh, you know... Gifts. Free booty or whatever it is. Yes. And uh, you're not supposed to uh, gain profit or enrich yourself through that public office. That's been a widely held uh, constitutional uh, credo since the dawn of the republic. Okay? But, of course, we know Trump. It's never that simple, never that easy. He, yes, he, he is a snake oil salesman and he has family businesses and stuff, that he has still refused to uh, put it in uh, what the normal protocol is. It's called a blind trust, okay? It's where you uh, it's where you put your assets into uh, a separate area that is run by an independent person that cannot have contact with you about that while you are holding public office. Correct. But and so, so Trump to try to get around that basically said, well, I, you know, I'm gonna have my kids run it now. The kids are gonna run it. They're they're never gonna tell me what's going on in the business. Oh right. Oh, give me a break. Right. But since January 20th, this guy has made money off of everything. Uh, well, let's take for account his Washington hotel. He purposely puts world leaders in there to. Uh, uh, so they they will pay the money and whatever, uh, and it enriches him. I mean, out of all the places in Washington D.C., they could stay. Oh, you need to stay over. At the oh, Trump. and there's Mar-a-Lago and all his. He goes to his properties. Yeah. And along with it, he doesn't pay for all the Secret Service and all right. the other staff people. They have to pay uh, with a government check or yeah. credit card. Therefore, the. His company, Mar-a-Lago, is yep. reaping the benefits that he shouldn't be getting. Oh, of course, yeah. Whether it's it, whether it's through the real estate deals, uh, trademarking, um, even his kid Ivanka, you know, hawking uh, her little uh, jewelry or whatever it is on QVC or whatever. Um, these people are making millions. Let's say that again, millions of dollars. And, of course, that goes against the Emoluments Clause in the Constitution. Now, there actually was a lawsuit. Folk, some folks in Congress, they uh, got together and they filed a lawsuit because they just don't think it's right. And the, that's another thing that 
really has bothered me about this whole administration and especially uh, the GOP side of it is the amount that they will let this guy skate on just brazen uh, uh, illegality. Yeah, because I mean the GOP, they're always the ones screaming about it's the Constitution. We got to follow the Constitution. Constitution. Uh, yeah, it, when they're in power. No. no. Right. So hopefully uh, this lawsuit will help shed some light, and I, I think in the one area where this could uh, affect other investigations are you would think that if you're going to have an emoluments clause uh, lawsuit, you're, at some point you're going to have to get your hands on his tax returns. Right. Right, because you're going to have to figure out how much money did he make, how much money did he declare. How much money he laundered from Putin. Right, who he did his business with, for right. how much. Right. Uh, and, of course, you know, Trump and his lawyers and the White House and everyone on the right, they are doing their damnedest not to have this guy uh, have his tax returns out there. Oh, absolutely. On top of which, uh, the Attorney General from New York and the Attorney yeah. General from New Jersey are suing him. Yes. And let's hope. Uh, yeah, I know Lady Justice sometimes goes at a glacial pace. Yes. Uh, let's hope, though, that we can get a little peek because I, I guarantee folks – I don't make guarantees often, but I guarantee you, once you get a hold of this guy's tax returns, uh, holy cow, Sir Richard, there's going to be some... I think it's going to come sooner than later because they now have uh, documents through the NSA that shows that the Russians hacked 30, the voting machines in 39 states. Yeah. Therefore, the election could be under, if somebody brought this up... Uh, Falsified elections, we have to do a redo. Oh. One can only hope. I never I never get religious here on the show, but I'm going to do it right now, okay? Dear God. <laughs> you called? Dear... Oh, wait. Let me do it this yeah, way. Okay. Yes, Jason. Yeah, no, I, I know, God. Uh, I haven't been talking to you that much lately, and I know I've been kind of a you know bad boy. Yes, I've seen it all. But uh, let's skip over that. Uh, God with a big G. Dear baby Jesus. Swaddled in the manger. Slick back hair looking good. Please. All the BS is not going to make me say what you want me to say. I'm sorry, i got to try. I, I really think, and I hope, dear Lord, I pray that this all comes to light. That... Lord, will you show us the truth? Will you do that for us? Unfortunately, I'll be in Pittsburgh. That's major scoop. We could go with that right now. God's in Pittsburgh, folks. He's not. He's not over at the uh, the uh, the Christian Science Reading Room. He's in Pittsburgh at this point. Oh man! Thanks, God. Amen. You know. Okay. Nothing to it. Excellent, thank you. The other, the other fun thing is yeah. that uh, Eric, the uh, uh, what, 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 what does Bill Maher call him? Houday and Usay. Yeah, he made a statement about yeah. getting a hundred thousand dollars, and that uh, somehow he slipped the fact that it got shoveled in. It was supposed to go, be going to St. Jude's Hospital. Yeah. It got slipped into funding for Donald Trump. And so now the New York Attorney General is investigating fraud 
Yeah. In in uh, good old Eric, oh. dumb boy, who say? Yeah. Oh my! How shady is that? Here's a guy that uh, runs a nonprofit charity uh, golf tournament and funnels the money that's supposed to go to kids with cancer. Kids with cancer, and he's funneling it into the Trump Foundation. Right. Uh-huh. Uh, it's what I call the uh, what? It's the Trump. Yeah. Illness called greed, yeah, and uncaring about anything but themselves. Is that is that an, is that an uh, illness that has to do with your lumbago and your emoluments? It's close to the emoluments uh, organ, but it's uh, actually a little farther south. <laughs> the greed and bones connected to the emoluments bone. Yeah, they said there you go. Okay, before we get to the uh, putts of the week, I figure we've been talking about some just depressing and dark stuff. We need a little levity, little levity, Sir Richard. Hey, when you look at Trump, it's all levity. Level, I can't even say it. It's all funny to me. <laughs> That's right. It's all singing, song and dance. Did you know, Sir Richard, that Stephen King got blocked by Trump on uh, Twitter? Actually, yes, I did. And that's because Stephen King was uh, tweeting the twit, uh, a bunch of uh, nasty stuff, calling him all sorts of expletive deleted and a bunch of other stuff. And so... So he was telling the truth. He he was basically saying what uh, the people in Congress don't want to say. Yeah, because he hasn't... What are they going to do? Yeah, so so Trump and his orange thin skin... Decides he's going to block uh, uh, Stephen King, and but Stephen King had a uh, there's a rescuer in all this. He has a following. He does J.K. Rowling, the author of the Harry Potter novels, right? Uh, basically uh, tweeted uh, Stephen saying, "Hey, uh, you know, I'm not blocked. Why don't you send me your tweets and I'll direct send it to him." <laughs> um, and I was like, "If you don't like Harry Potter, Potter before you gotta like it now because that is just brilliant." Of course, you know, she's probably blocked today. Oh, and I was probably blocked when I sent out uh, my stuff telling everybody that, or telling him that Americans hate him. (laughs) And he's an idiot. (laughs) Well, that's, you know. I'm sure, I'm sure he's getting millions of that every day, right? I, I doubt it. I, I'll bet you anything that the only the only feeds he get are from Hannity, uh, Rush Limbaugh, uh, and the folks on Fox because uh, he doesn't want to see the truth. The king is naked. There are no clothes. Mm. Okay, that mental, mental image of Trump naked, uh, that I'm going to have to go wash my mouth out with soap now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes, yeah. Here, the old, eh, 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 with the towel. Let's see. Uh, that is an awesome segue, because we need to get to Sir Richard's Putts of the Week with a brand new graphic. Let's get that graphic up there. There it is. Ba-da-da. Sir Richard's Putts of the Week. It's on the marquee. We had to put it up there. Hey, what what can I say? There we go. Um, well, it's pretty easy. I mean, there were so many choices. Oh, my God. I started looking at the idiot who, uh, what's her name? Uh, uh, yeah. uh, Huckabee's daughter. Oh, gosh. What's that action he, like he, that? He's not a liar. Yeah. I'm going, well, you know, I'm glad you don't think so, but right. everybody else does. And then <laughs> there were assorted idiots like Ryan and McConnell. and sure. the, But unfortunately, 
Jeff Sessions yeah. is today's da -da -da -da, winner of the world's greatest putts of the week award for lying under oath. Yeah. Again and again and again. And I guess he believes if you tell a lie long enough, people will come to believe it. Yep. If it worked for Trump, it'll work for me because I'm from Alabama and he's a New York son of a beep. So, Jeff Sessions, <laughs> uh, we're sending you a plaque and the official uh, award, which is uh, a guy with his pants down. And uh, you're getting the butt of the joke. Right. We're on a budget here, you know. Hey, uh, but of course we're on a budget. You know, I'd love to make gold-plated ones, but these are brown. They work. They're brown. They work. I love it. Putts of the Week. Jeff Sessions, you are Sir Richard's Putts of the Week. So let's get to some other uh, turning left business. Of course, every week we have a Cause of the Week. Hey, we like causes here. We do. And this week's uh, Cause of the Week is the National Crittenden Foundation. You may be asking yourself, hey, what is the National What Crittenden? is the National Crittenden Foundation? Well, Sir Richard, let, let me get my FM voice. Well, Sir Richard, let me tell you, the National, no, I'm sorry, we'll, we'll, do, we'll, we'll do it respectfully. The National Crittenden Foundation supports empowerment, self-sufficiency, and the end of cycles of destructive behaviors for girls, young women, and their families who live at the margin of the American dream. They have a cool program that's an acronym, is BOLD which stands for Bridging Opportunity, Love, and Determination. It was conceptualized as a program to support the development of the social capital and leadership skills and civic engagement of young women survivors, uh, and is funded to receive to develop bold... To develop bold working with committee of young women and women from the Crittenden agencies the components of bold were developed including the society quest and circles okay this is the thing they sent me it's not making much sense but uh, that's all right yes uh, it's, it helps it helps uh, young girls yes who and when they say the margins yes of, we're talking about poor people yes people who have no economic uh, uh, upward mobility, right. or at least they, they have no hope for it in their own minds. And yeah. unfortunately, having been a teacher, that lack of hope uh, extends to children. It does. It, it does. And whether uh, they are marginalized through uh, low income or abusive relationships or... Racism, bigotry, oh, the list goes on. Yes. Exactly. And kids are... Uh, even though parents don't think they are, they're fragile. Their psyche is very fragile. You're right. I mean, that's why kids uh, today are committing suicide at a phenomenal rate. So it's, it's a very sad thing, um, and I, especially with this sort of uh, testosterone-laden administration on steroids, uh, we need to uh, help protect our most vulnerable. Uh, citizens, and that does include young women and women in general. Yeah, they're the future. Uh, young women, just like young men, right. are the future of where this country is going to go. The new developments in technology and a variety of things didn't come out of nowhere. Young, bright young people, regardless of what their socioeconomic level was, yeah. are the people who moved the country forward right so you have to support them 
There you go. Folks, if you want to support the National Crittenden Foundation, you can do so. Go visit their website, www.nationalcrittenden.org. Also, if you want to call them on the phone, you can at 503-297-2217. Once again, 503-297-2217. Or, if you're really adventurous, you can always visit them in person. And they are located at 1750 Southwest Harbor Way, Suite 450, Portland, 972. 201 and of course it is all linked up to the page on facebook you can get on there and, and uh, at your uh, at your leisure and uh, go visit the national crittenden foundation there you go sounds great to me cause of the week and of course this week's uh, talking left book endorsement is a uh, book called radical hope letters of love and dissent in dangerous times and it's a very uh a prescient book a very uh uh Relevant. Uh, Radical Hope is a collection of letters to ancestors, to children five generations from now, to strangers and grocery lions, to any and all who feel weary and discouraged. Written by uh, popular award-winning novelists, poets, political thinkers, and activists. Provocative and inspiring, Radical Hope offers readers a kaleidoscope view of the love and courage needed to navigate this time of upheaval, uncertainty, and fear in view of the recent U.S. presidential election. Hey, uh, you know, the people who voted for Trump obviously believed they had nothing to lose. They had no hope because of their socioeconomic level. Yeah. Uh, They figured they were going to be stuck there forever. Yeah. And so you have nothing to lose. It's, you know, it's Janis Joplin. When you ain't got nothing, you got nothing to lose. You got that right. How did we go, Sir Richard, how did we go from the slogan of Barack Obama, hope, right? The the iconic picture, you know, the red and blue sort of artistic hope. How did we go from hope to dope? Uh, Basically through one word. (laughs) Racism. Mm. Mm -hmm. The fact that a lot of white folks are scared of anybody that isn't white means that they were they would go for anything or anybody that would support the old way of doing things it's 1850 out there for those folks yeah and that's what they want to bring it back to so they are the majority they make the decisions we can't they aren't going to let other other colored folks, whether it doesn't matter what the color is, mm-hmm. uh, get away with anything. They should not be earning what we're earning. We have to be better. We're superior. Uh, all that garbage that even the Pope has put down as ludicrous. Yeah, and you know if you're if you're getting chastised as being ludicrous from the Pope. Uh, that's pretty close to rock bottom. Hey, uh, it is rock bottom. Uh, you know the even yeah. the only the only people that aren't doing are the mega churches, and the reason they're not doing it is because they suck every uh, dime out of these poor people, trying to give them some vision of hope while they're enriching themselves. Right. We haven't uh, we haven't done this game in a while. That's not really a game. It's just a question. Is we used to like to do uh, next week now, right? Right. So. Let's put on your prognosticating hat, the forecaster hat. Uh, what do you see? And I know this is, I mean, with Trump, it could be anything, right? With the right, it could be just <laughs> way out in left field or right field, so to speak. Uh, 
What do you think is going to be happening this week? What do you think? What, what do you see happening? Next week, well, the big day is Tuesday the 15th with the election in Georgia for the district that uh, right. that uh, Trump only won by one point. And the uh, person that's running against him stupidly said, well, people don't deserve to have a living wage. And I'm going, oh, that's not going to go over too well in Atlanta, Georgia, where the right. district is. Um Heavily. So, heavily. So I, yeah. you know, and everybody, of course, the Democrats are pleading, hoping to make this a referendum on Trump. But actually, it's less of a referendum on Trump. It's more of a referendum on the folks that live in his district in Atlanta. Mm. So, you know, all the pundits want to, you know, they, they want to extrapolate this to being, oh, my God, uh, these people should be scared or those people should be scared. No, folks. The real issue comes down to what happens with Comey in closed session, Clapper in yeah. closed session, yeah. and the NSA testifying that indeed we have information that 39 states' voting machines were hacked. Mm -hmm. And then it comes down to the Supreme Court is going to have to do what they did with Gore versus Bush. Yeah. They're going to have to decide, do we want the Constitution to fall apart under this ridiculousness, or do we want to be the only people that stood up and said, this is wrong? Yeah. I, I, I got to tell you, 20 years ago, I, I, this wouldn't have even been a... Uh, uh, we all know the answer, right? Twenty years ago, yep. uh, everyone everyone put country over party. Right. Uh, nowadays, though, there's that sad uh, pattern of putting party over country. The right people on the right, they just will not admit their guy is dirty. They will not admit that there was whole scale illegal, you know, illegal actions happening uh not only that uh, in a cyber invasion by a foreign country uh very, you know systematically affecting your open elections uh now and i'm i'm just it boggles the mind why this is even it should be a no brainer well i've been thinking personally why people in all those states, don't begin getting recall petitions signed. Yeah. They could have, from, from January 21st, they could have been starting to recall all of the representatives and congressmen yeah. in their states that they thought went the wrong way. Right, yeah. Uh, so, you know, it's hard... To be uh, overly optimistic when we see so much just crap coming down the line. But uh, here at Turning Left, we are going to uh, keep a stiff upper lip. And uh, uh, also, before we get off the air tonight, I want to, uh, I want to apologize to our listeners. Uh, what, I'm, what I'm about to ready to say is uh, that, yes, I know lately over the last few weeks to a month we have uh, been talking a lot about the national scene and trump and what's going on and there you know some people said geez jason you know we need to talk about more progressive issues and address uh and address that end of it and uh, my response has been yes i know that 
it, it's just sad that we have to deal with the latest outrage of the week, uh, Trump and his, you know, bread and circus antics. Yeah, he's sucking up all the air, so people don't even talk about local issues, which are actually more important because they impact us. That's correct. So, here at Turning Left, uh, even though there's a lot of momentous stuff and historical things that are happening vis-a-vis the Russian uh, you know, investigation and so forth, we are going now to start having... Uh, more guests, local guests again. Um, it's just that, you know, this this week with Sessions, last week with Comey, the week before that, just even more crap. Oh, uh, and there's some real hot-button issues. They want to put tolls on freeways, which they'd have to change the name because yes. it wouldn't – it would be – this is not a freeway. It's a tollway. They want to raise the gas tax. They have a $1.8 billion, $1.5 billion shortfall they have mm-hmm. to make up. Those are all critical issues to Oregonians. Yes, privatizing um, national monuments. Right. Uh, that uh, I know uh, Doc and I have talked about that a bunch, and, and that doesn't get nearly the amount of press it should get because, uh, I mean, this, this is just bedrock uh, pillars of our society right now, the national monuments, the way we the way we handle that in national parks and our environment. Teddy Roosevelt would be, you know, he, he would be out there with an Uzi shooting people. You know, it's funny, Richard. Uh, what political party was Teddy Roosevelt? Uh, actually, he was a Republican. Yes, and yes. then he he left the Republicans to form the Bull Moose Party. That's right. That's right. And, heck, even Richard Nixon started the EPA. That's right. Uh, But, uh, folks, that's our solemn promise to you in the weeks ahead. We're going to have more local issues, local guests, talking about local things that you deal with on a daily basis. We're still keeping our foot in the national scene because, you know, if if, if a guy gets... We have to scrape it off quite often, though. (laughs) Off our shoes. Yes. So that about wraps it up. Uh, Any last-minute things? Uh, Other than keep an optimistic train of thought and basically do everything and anything you can to move your beliefs forward. If you say nothing and you do nothing, this is the position you find yourself in currently. Get out there. Be active. Resistance is never futile. And the only thing I can say to close it out is amen. Folks, from all us here at Turning Left, we'll see you again. We're not here next week, are we? Uh, I'm not here next week, but you are. Okay. Maybe special assignment. Stay tuned, folks. Thank you so much. Talk to you later. Ciao.